Community of Hope, I am blessed to share with you on this Sunday as we are preparing for this Lenten season, that this Wednesday is Ash Wednesday, and as we are preparing to go into this Lenten season, the season uh, as we uh, prepare to go into uh, Easter, um, I want to be able to share a scripture for you from uh, 1 John, the fourth chapter, 1 John, the fourth chapter, the fourth verse, 1 John, the fourth chapter, the first, fourth verse that John has been writing to uh, these believers, and he's just been talking to them about dealing with false prophets and how to be able to test the Spirit by the Spirit. And in that fourth verse, he says, Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. I ask that you would join me in a word of prayer. But I want to share on a sermon subject today, I'm not satisfied. I'm not satisfied. Let us pray, God, in Jesus' name, thank you for what you're about to do and how you're about to do it. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen. I am not satisfied. Uh, the Rolling Stones in 1965 uh, had a song that became just a global hit uh, called I Can't Get No Satisfaction. And, and I don't know about you all, but sometimes I find myself in this season uh, having this kind of rumbling, having this kind of discontent, uh, that realizing that as grateful as I am for what God has already done, that I've feel like uh, there's still something up over the horizon, and, and, and I've got what I call a divine dissatisfaction. I'm not talking about that it's just that I can't, I want to keep up with the Joneses. I'm not talking about it. I'm looking at other people's stuff and want what they have. I'm talking about on the inside. I'm talking about that there's something on the inside of me that is prodding me, that is pushing me, that's telling me there's greater, that's telling me that there's more, and, and I'm not satisfied. I'm coming. I want to talk to a few of you today who can say that that's me, Pastor, that that's me, that whether it's at my job or whether um, it's in the situations in my life that, that I look around and I realize there's got to be more than this. I know that there's more than this. And there's something in me that's telling me uh, that even though this may be what my family has always known, even though this is what folks around my way have always known, there's something more for me, whether, uh, I don't know what area it is, but you've got a divine dissatisfaction. You've got uh, this something on the inside that's telling you there's greater in store for me. Uh, you could say, I'm not satisfied. Uh, that's why during this Lenten season, the Lenten season is the time uh, between Ash Wednesday and Easter, and we should take 40 days to be able uh, to sit and do self-reflection and, and to do penance and, and, and to fast and to pray and to try to get closer to God uh, so that by the time Easter comes, we're celebrating the resurrection of our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. We are focused, we are locked in, and, and we are the best us as a Christian that we can be, that, that we have to understand that the Lenten season is for folks who are not satisfied. That, that, and that's why during this Lenten season, I'm going to be sharing of a series, a special series, one word, greater. Uh, there's a one word series, going to be called greater. I'm going to be looking at some pieces, and I'm going to be using as a, another kind of piece to help us along the journey that's book called The Art of the Impossible by Stephen Kettler. Uh, you can pick that up. You can read along with me, but we're going to be looking at The Art of the Impossible by Stephen Kettler. We're going to be uh, going and digging into scripture, uh, but we're going to be focusing on greater because what? 
I'm not satisfied. One of the first things I believe that you can understand and you can learn, and I'm just going to share two points with you today, but one of the first points I want you to understand uh, if you're going to be able to move in this season is you've got to be able to say, realistically, I'm not satisfied with myself. You know, one of the things that is most interesting, this is not to hate on anybody. You may have one of these shirts yourself. Uh, this is not to beat anybody down. But one of the things that, as a pastor, I have to warn you about is when you get too satisfied with yourself. And when you get satisfied with what you are, how you are, and so satisfied with what you are and how you are that you don't see yourself changing or evolving or growing. Uh, it, 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 it's when, especially when you get satisfied with your dysfunction, especially when, uh, it, 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 when you get satisfied satisfied with those things that need to be pain points and places of growth. Uh, but I've come by to let you know, sometimes you've got to say, I'm not satisfied with myself. I, I always hear people talk about, well, pastor, I've just got a temper because that's just the way my folks are. We're we, we just hot blooded. Uh, but you can't get to a place in which you allow your dysfunction, your inability uh, to handle your anger issues become so normative to you that you just kind of put it on. That's how we are because that's called a generational curse. If Everybody keeps doing the same dysfunctional thing year after year, generation after generation, then you're just passing down the same old mess the previous generation passed down to you. But somebody has to say, I'm not satisfied, and this generational issue, this generational curse stops with me. I'm not going to pass it down to my children or my children's children. One, a, a painful thing, and I know it looks cute, uh, and when you see it on t-shirts, I know it makes it a cool little slogan and makes it seem like you're real cool and you're still hip, uh, but folks who walk around and you know I've seen t-shirts that say I'm Christian but well, um, I'm Christian but I cuss a lot or, or it, it may say that, that, that I'm Christian but or I'm saved but you can still catch these hands but the reality is that what you are doing is being a walking talking billboard of satisfaction uh, with what is not of God uh, that the scripture talks about what uh, 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 that, that, that what comes out of your mouth that life and death is in your tongue and so if you're walking around now I can understand if you're Christian and you cuss, but, I, but, but you need to be trying not to cuss as much, but to walk around and almost wear as a badge of honor the fact that you cuss is basically saying, I'm satisfied with where I'm at. I'm satisfied with what I'm doing. I'm satisfied and, and I don't need to change, but, but you've got to understand if you're ever going to move to greater, you've got to get dissatisfied with yourself. You've got to say there's some stuff in me that's got to shift. There's some stuff in me that's got to change. And that's what I like about the Lenten season. It's a season in which we can take a look on the inside. And, and you, you, you see, you've got to be able to say, I want more for me. That's right. And, and if you say, I want more for me, then you've got to say, I expect more from me. You uh, see, the challenge is that many of us want more for us, but we don't want to expect more from us. And so we want to keep doing the same old thing we've been doing the same old way we've been doing it, but yet we want God to do greater in our life. But if you want more for you, then you've got to start to expect more from you. Uh, my brothers and my sisters, that's why I hear 
at Community of Hope, what we're going to be doing during this Lenten season, we're going to be doing what I call the COH of Math Class Fast. That's right, the Math Class Fast. So what is a Math Class Fast, Reverend Lee? Well, we're going to be teaching you about the power of subtraction and addition. Uh, you see, I don't want your fast just to be in the season of Lent, just to be about what you take away or what you subtract. But I also want you to understand that in the season of Lent, it also needs to be about what you add or what you put in. I need you to be able to look at your life and say, what are some of those things that are areas of dysfunction I've gotten satisfied with? What are some of the things that aren't healthy for me? What are some of the habits that aren't healthy for me? What are some of the things that I need to have some more discipline about? And so maybe it is that you cuss. Well, uh, during this Lenten season, I'm going fast from cussing. That's right, I'm going fast from cussing that I'm going to make a determined, uh, a determination in my life that I'm going to have some discipline over my tongue. And I'm, I'm going fast from, maybe a social media fast. It, 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 it may be a, a, a food fast. Whatever the fast is that I want you to look at your life and decide what you need to subtract, what you need to take away, what you need to fast from. But then I don't want you to stay about what you take away, but I want you to then say, well, what do I need to add? Because you see, there are some habits that you want to develop during this Lenten season. So it might be that I'm going to wake up a little bit earlier and read scripture or, or meditate or, or do some more reading about the area that I want to focus in. I'm trying to start a new business, and so I'm going to start studying about that business or that or that area of business. I'm going to start working that you may want to add physical fitness. You say, well, you know, I'm trying to, I'm going to be fasting from some things. I'm going to be shifting some things in my diet. I'm going to be trying to get my diet together, but while I'm doing that and taking away some of the sweets I used to love or the sodas I used to love or the coffee I used to love, I'm also going to take the time out to add something, and that is going to be a physical fitness regimen, and I'm going to start working out. I'm going to start going for walks. I'm going to start adding some things to it, because when I get dissatisfied and I understand that I'm not satisfied with myself, then I understand there's some changes that need to happen in me, and there's some stuff I need to take away, but there's also some stuff I need to add, and so I want you all to help us in this math class fast. That's right. We learned the power of subtraction and addition and, and, and look at what am I going to in this Lenten season take away and what in this Lenten season am I going to add. Second thing, and I'm done. I, I told you I had two points. The second thing is that you've got to understand that your perspective determines your possibilities. Your perspective determines your possibilities. And when John was writing uh, to the, these folks, and as he was writing to these folks who went up reading this letter of 1 John, he was talking about a very pastoral issue. He was talking about the fact that there were some false prophets. There were some folks who they had to discern uh, what was a good word or not. And, 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 and he talked to them. And what catches me about when John was dealing with them is that John had to help them understand. In order to deal with the situation you're dealing with, I need you to understand who you are, who you're from, and who's in you. That's right. I said who you are, who you're from, and who's in you. And so when you look at that fourth verse uh, in 1 John, that fourth chapter, uh, that John says you are from God. Uh, that, that you've got to get a perspective 
perspective uh, and change your, many of us don't really grab a hold of uh, how significant we really are. Uh, many of us don't really uh, grab a hold of how important we really are. Many of us uh, don't really realize uh, uh, how, how, how cataclysmic or, or how incredible uh, uh, the, the things that God wants to do can be in our life. Uh, but when you start to understand uh, 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 who you are, it, 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 you are from God. That means that you are God's child. That means that you are a king's kid. That means you are royal priesthood. And then who you're from, you are from God. That, that means that, that God made you. That means that God birthed you into this earth. That means that you are from God. Uh, but then, not just that, but who is in you. It says, and the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. That's right, the one who is in you. Talking about Jesus is greater than the one who is in the world. And when you start to understand that perspective on who you are and, and who you're from and, and, and what's in, who is in you, then that'll cause you to act a little bit differently. Why? Uh, people always ask me stuff, uh, Reverend, is this a sin? Reverend, is this a sin? Reverend, is this a sin? And I tell them, uh, I, if Jesus was in the room with you, would you do it? If Jesus was in the room with you, would you talk to the person that way? If Jesus was in the room with you, would you treat the person that way? If Jesus was in the room with you, would you have that conversation? If Jesus was in the room with you, would you do that behavior? If Jesus was in the room with you, would that be how you played out your hand? And people would be like, oh my goodness, that changed the way I thought. But the reality is that when you're saved, Jesus is there with you. Why? Because greater is the one who is in you, Jesus, than the one who is in the world, the enemy. And so uh, I want you to understand when you understand that your perspective is that on the inside of me, my God, Jesus, it, it, it is the Christ on the inside of me uh, uh, taking residence uh, in my life, in my heart is Jesus, uh, then that shifts what you see your possibilities. That's why I like Paul. Uh, when Paul was writing, Paul said what? That I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me because Paul understood that I can have a whole bunch, I can have a little, uh, I can have it good, I can have it bad, <coughs> I can be hungry, I can have a lot of food. Does not matter my situation, does not matter my circumstance, I can be in good times, I can be in pandemic, but I can do all things. I've learned to be content, whatever my situation, and I've learned to understand I can do anything I need to do through Christ that strength. When you have the perspective, my God, Jesus, of who's on the inside, that greater is the one who is in you than the one that is in the world. The, the, when you get that perspective, it causes you to see yourself differently and it causes you to walk into the room different. It causes you to see possibilities where no possibilities are. And that's why in this Lenten season, we're gonna be dealing with this new sermon series, <coughs> Greater, because God wants greater for you. God wants to do greater. God wants to achieve greater. God wants greater for you. And so my brothers and my sisters, I challenge you, don't be satisfied with who you are or how you're living. But God has a level of possibility that literally verges on the impossible. That what God wants to do in your family, what God wants to do in your relationships, what God wants to do in your finances, what God wants to do on your job, what God wants to do in your community, what God wants to do in your heart, what God wants to do in your body, that, that there's greater for you, but you've got to stop being satisfied where you are. Because if you stay satisfied where you are, you'll never leave it.
If you stay satisfied with the you that you are, you'll never grow. But you've got to have a defined dissatisfaction to say there's greater ahead and I'm not satisfied. And greater is the one who is in me than the one who is in the world. Community of Hope, that's the word for you today that as we move into this Lenten season, I want you to make sure to get on our prayer calls on Wednesdays uh, at 7 in the morning or on, on the Facebook Live. I want you to get plugged into the evening service. I want you to get plugged in to all the things that are going to be coming up because we're really going to be trying to help you understand that God has greater in store for you. My friends, look, if you've never accepted Jesus as the Lord and Savior of your life, today is your day and this is the moment for you to give your heart, your life to Him that greater is in store. And when you give your heart, your life to Christ, then the one who is in you is greater than the one who is in the world. Uh, that Jesus takes residence in your heart and in your life. And so I don't care what you're going through because it's not as much about what you're going through, but who's going through it with you. If you've never accepted Christ, today is your day. We want to give you that opportunity. Uh, if you uh, already accepted Christ, but you need a church home, today is your day. We want to give you that opportunity. Uh, just type, uh, uh, click on the link right there in the chat area. Uh, but also, you can just type Hope Decision to 474747. Text from your phone, Hope Decision to 474747. And we'll be able to, you'll be able to fill out some information so that we can get connected to you. We want to be able to connect with you and help you walk along this journey. If you're not saved, if you don't have a church home, or you just want a prayer request, Hope Decision of 474747. Look, I want to have a word of prayer with you. I want to pray as, as my words, but your faith. If you're deciding to give your heart to the Lord today, I want you to repeat these words after me as this prayer with me. Say, God, I thank you for Jesus who died for me and you raised from the dead that I could be saved. Please forgive me for my sins. I don't want to live that way anymore. And right now, I ask Jesus to come into my heart and be in control of my life. I want to live the way you want me to live and be the person that you've called me to be. In Jesus' name, I thank you. I'm saved. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen and amen. God bless your community of hope. If, look, if you prayed that prayer, if you're accepting Christ today or making community of hope your church home or just need a prayer, a hope decision, text, one word, hope decision to 474747. Community of hope, I'm so blessed for all that God is doing in our family and in our lives. I'm so grateful to God for all that God has continued to do in your lives. Look, y'all stay safe. Y'all stay masked up. Uh, y'all stay focused. Uh, y'all stay out of big crowds and stay socially distanced. And we believe we're going to get to the other side of this pandemic. All safe and all healthy. And we believe that greater is on the way. I want to have a closing word of prayer and benediction. Now, look, you still have time to give. You can give in all the various ways. A dollar sign gives C-O-H on Cash App and the Givelify app and the Community of Hope app or the link or mailing it. Whatever way, we'd be blessed to still have you give. But most of all, we're excited about the greater that's coming to your life. God, in Jesus' name, I thank you for your hand upon your people. I thank you, God. And I pray specifically, God, for somebody who right now is saying, you know what, Rev, you're right. 
I'm not satisfied. I did some shifts, some changes I need in my life. And so, God, I thank you for what you're doing. Now, may the grace of God, the sweet communion of your Holy Spirit, rest, rule, and abide now, henceforth, and forever among these, your people. In other words, God, may you walk with us, may you talk with us, may you live in us that we can live for you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless you, COH. Have a blessed week. Don't y'all forget, Reverend Bill's birthday, uh, we're taking off. You can still give right now in any of our giving areas, Reverend Bill's birthday, but also make sure to text Rev, uh, text Rev Bill to 474747. Make sure that y'all put in your videos to be able to celebrate him. We want to be a major blessing to his life. See you next week. God bless.